Hi there, thanks for joining us. At Cultivate HQ, we believe that daydreaming often leads to great ideas. So join us as we explore different routes to making your daydreams come true and hopefully finding your perfect fit in the music and general creative industries. I'm Courtney. And I'm Chris. And we are here to persuade you that daydreaming is, in fact, awesome. And not a waste of time. No, not a waste of time. So when you say daydreaming, let's define what that is. Okay, in terms of creative practice, I think daydreaming is coming up with loads of ideas. It's thinking about where you want to be, like seeing yourself somewhere, whether that's kind of a life goal or like career goal. It's seeing where if you had all the opportunity in the world and nothing was a problem, no you were there. Right. Okay. To me, the daydreaming also feels like it's um, spending time doing something that isn't directly taking you somewhere. So it's, it's playing around with stuff. It's, it's having experimenting. Fun. It's experimenting, exactly. Now, I believe, and, you know, through my journey, I'm still learning, but I really do believe that we can use it as a valuable tool. And, you know, I hope so as well. I hope that we're right with this, that daydreaming can be a good thing. Mm. And hopefully throughout this journey, we will learn more. And we're going to talk to some really awesome artists on kind of more of a localised kind of level so that you guys mm. can learn from people who are out there doing and experimenting and learning themselves because that is when you have those kind eureka of like... moments. Yeah, eureka moments, those nuggets of gold, you know? Mm. And you find things you never thought you would try or find and maybe build a career out of that or maybe, don't put pressure on it, you just have fun doing it and learn some awesome stuff. We like fun here. That That, that is a definite goal, goal for this whole thing okay that's a rule fun. no fun haters no fun haters <laughs> <laughs> awesome so yeah we've got some people lined up to talk to that's going to be great um obviously we're doing a bit of a co-host thing here so Courtney and myself chris um but yeah a bit about us so uh, we've both been in a couple of bands it's fair to say um i guess our biggest project was fauna mm. which you know unfortunately we've kind of Left behind for yeah. the moment. Yeah, um, to bed. I think we all are moving on to new things, and this is one of them. We're moving on to new things, and that is life, and that is daydreaming as well, I think, because we, we had a daydream, we chased it, mm. and we realised it wasn't for us, because that's, that's part of, I guess, for daydreaming is about a trail of thought. It's not, it's not cohesive, it's not just a you know you have one point and you reach the other sometimes mm. when you're properly daydreaming you get taken all over the show <laughs> and i feel like that's also important to mention you know we've been in fauna fauna was kind of a daydream we wanted it to be successful and we wanted to get to a certain point and throughout doing fauna we learned so many other skills that we never expected mm -hmm. And I suppose it comes down to, for me, is what I've been realising recently with creative stuff. I've kind of put music a bit to bed for a little while and sort of focused on photography and videography because there are things I've never really done before. That's mostly because I sort of took a step back when I finished uni and went, what am I actually doing this for? Because it's all very well going, one day I'm going to, you know, you have in the back of your mind a bit of a concept of I'll get there one day. But where is there? You need to kind of define what it is you want from what you're doing. And there's plenty of people who you know, have their day job, have their careers, doing whatever they, you know, whatever. But, you know, they have their day job and then 
in their spare time work on their art and their photography, their music, and they're getting what they need out of it. And that's enough. You don't have to push for being famous and rich from it. If that's what you want, that's great. But define that that's actually what, what you want from it. I, I think that's what a, I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's a very good point. And, you know, especially, you know, where I'm coming from as well, having kind of got to the end of uni now and, um, you know, talking to some other artists recently as well, um, people who I met through uni who have already finished and um, kind of finding out that they're now in that kind of stage of life where it's like, okay, I, I always wanted to make music. And I knew that, but now I have to define not only what I want out of my career and my passion, but what that means for my life and mm. how I live my life. If that means doing some work that supports you on the side so you can keep doing what you love doing. Or if it means, you know, trying trying to go for something more, maybe changing to soundtracks or who knows, you know. Mm. There's... Yeah, it's a, tr it's a tricky thing because I know some people that have you know they've they've spent their entire lives working towards this one goal be it soundtrack creation or photography or whatever and they've got their plan and i look at them and go you've spent your entire life committed to making this thing happen and you found it really hard and you've had all these roadblocks and struggles what's the point in me who has just picked up a camera for the first time you know started doing it properly you know a month ago why am i even bothering because you've got 10 years of me already and you're struggling um but again, that comes back to the value of why am I doing it? If I'm getting enjoyment out of it, that's the point. And for me, that's where I am right now. I'd love to monetize at some point in the future. And that is at the back of my mind. But right now I'm just thinking, enjoy it, learn the skills, learn through playing at the moment, I suppose. So could we say that you're kind of in a daydreaming phase about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, I think I'm definitely daydreaming. Daydreaming forwards, but also just kind of existing in it at the moment. I think it's important to daydream and, you know, ultimately that is why we're here doing this podcast now. Mm. It's something that people sometimes kind of have, you know, they put negative connotations on the idea of daydreaming. Yeah. It's time wasting and it's kind of not actually working towards something. It's taking the time to kind of indulge and be creative and... Also not think too much about limitations and limitations are definitely important. But I think as humans, we're very good at limiting ourselves. Mm. And that's something that you learn throughout life, especially like, you know, just situations that arise like school and work and stuff. You have limits and you learn those limits. I think what we now need to kind of spend more time investing in is pushing ourselves past that and realising that, we don't need to be so close-minded. We can try lots of things. And for me, mm -hmm. daydreaming is a really interesting idea and I think could be a valuable tool for a lot of creative people. Yeah, I think it's very true. I mean, there's definitely obviously some things that you have to... You have to do the drudge bits sometimes, the life admin, the going to work and things like that. But once you've cancelled that off, your free time is... That's the time to spend daydreaming. And I, you know, I have days off now where I, you know, I've been at work for four or five days in a row and then I have a day off and I'm like, okay, I can noodle around and do whatever I want to now. And so often you get to the end of that day and go, actually, I've not created anything. I've not done anything useful. It's been a bit of a waste of my day off. I'm back at work again tomorrow. But really looking at it going, okay, well, I took a couple of pictures. Well, 
how's that going to help me? How's that going to help me get the career I want? Well, it's not there now. It's not, I can't give you the exact, you know, I'm going to take this picture and I'm going to send it to this person. They're going to see it and that's going to get me a commission, all the rest of it. That might happen, but also might not. So spending that time daydreaming the fantasy helps me get the ideas in my head for where I want to go. So it's not a direct route, but it's still useful. And I think I need to start realising that stuff doesn't have to be on paper useful to get you where you want to be. To summarise that ramble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it uh, perfectly ties in with daydreaming. It's all about kind of getting lost in a train of thought, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I agree. I think that... I think people can gain so much from learning to use daydreams and not be afraid to to have lots of ideas. I, I myself have kind of, you know, throughout my life kind of referred to myself as an ideas person. <laughs> I like to have all these fun ideas and think about all these crazy adventures and stuff that I could do. And then when it comes to actioning it, that's kind of where I get stuck. And mm. often that's where the limitations come in. And before I've even tried, I've thought, well, what's the point in doing this? Whether that's because I know someone knows more about that than me, which means... You might as well not start. Why yeah. Why do I start? Or whether that's... Well, that's just not believable at all. Mm. And, you know, I think people come at this from a different kind of place. You're coming at it from a place of you've done the exploring and you've kind of... You are quite good at actioning. At least I think you're very good <laughs> at actioning and just going for things. But sometimes you set yourself limits and you know recently I feel you've been kind of breaking free from that and it's been really influencing your creativity whereas I'm the opposite I'm someone who has all these creative ideas and doesn't know where to start with them and often you know I'll write it down in a book or keep it in my mind and you might mention to me like in three weeks time well why haven't you done that mm. so maybe together through this journey we can <laughs> kind of Find balance ourselves out okay that sounds like a plan. That would be useful. <laughs> um, so I guess we should talk a little bit about our experience starting to get our creative selves together. I guess with daydreaming, I see it as you're making a picture. You're making that mood board of like who you want to be, where you want to be, and mm. the life you want to have. And it's pulling in loads of things through experimentation and just kind of taking opportunities where you can that all, you know, all add to that. Because, yes, you might not... Well, at the moment, I've been learning how to use Photoshop, and I'm not I'm not there. I'm not at a point where I could make money from just editing things on Photoshop mm. for people. But it makes up my creative identity now. Mm. It's become part of that kind of image. I think that's an important thing there, is that you might not be where you want to be with Photoshop. You can always look at where... Uh, people that are a million times better than you and there always will be people that are better than you or something but how should you have spent that time rather than filling around on photoshop should you have spent it watching netflix or going for a walk or a million other things you've got something out of it even if you never ever use it you've spent the time acquiring knowledge and building yourself as a person and getting better at something rather than wasting the time melting <laughs> i suppose <laughs> i think you know, looking back at, well, before we did this episode, I, I looked back at kind of what we've been through together and kind of the projects we've done and realised how much 
yeah, they may have not taken off all of these ideas, but we've learned so much. I, and I remember there was a period in uni where we were in projects that kind of never even actually started. They had names, they had ideas mm. behind them, like different bands, different kind of organisations. And even doing that has like led to where we are now. There is value in everything you do. Um, it's just a matter of seeing that, I suppose. And maybe that's a bit of an ethos of daydreaming there, is that there is always value in something. It's a matter of taking the lesson from it and not just letting that value and that lesson from whatever it was you're doing be wasted. I think that's really important. Mm. And, you know, so kind of the people listening can kind of get an idea of what we're talking about, thinking about all those things that you've done and all the value you've got out of them. If you had to kind of build up your creative or describe your creative identity, like talk a little bit about your experience and kind of how that's made, like put the pieces together to make that identity. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? Okay. That's a big question, isn't it? Well, um, mm. creative identity at the moment is all over the show. Um, obviously through, through uni, through most of that, it was very much a... I kind of hinged it on being a performer and doing doing music as a very big thing. Performer and stroke recording producer, maybe. <laughs> um, I suppose that's the tricky thing with me, is that trying to pin down any anything I really like is difficult because I've always had this... I think I have commitment issues when it comes to creativity <laughs> because I think I'll start something and be like, yeah, this is really fun. I'm enjoying learning bass guitar or whatever. And I'll do it for a bit. And then it gets to the point where it's actually starts getting, you start getting judged on it and you start judging yourself a bit more harshly because now you're going, I'm no longer just an amateur. I'm a little bit past that. And then when I get there, it's like, well, now if I don't commit to it fully, then I don't need to worry if I get judged by someone. Because yeah, it's not, it's not my main thing. You know, it's nothing, it's not important to me. So I've really tried to let, let go of that kind of feeling of judgment and really commit to things. Um, so now with photography, which I've taken up recently, I'm so much more freed with that than anything else because I'm showing things up on Instagram, taking pictures, and it's still on my time. It's still as and when I want to do it. I'm not doing a thing where I have to post a picture a day. I have to do this many edits or anything. Um, so creative identity, much like that explanation, all over the place. <laughs> you are generally all over the generally place. Generally all over the place in most facets of my life. Awesome. So I thought, let's jump on doing a podcast where I can advise people <laughs> help people grow. Well, you know, for me, Cultivate has been about kind of taking less traditional routes to sharing information with people and sometimes sharing information when you're in the route of, like, yes. working it out yourself. I think that's really important. There's, you know, like, I think we have that culture with, like, like people who do vlogs, like, they'll often talk about you know, kind of learning how to do what they're doing. They're like a vlogger, they've mm, got a YouTube yeah. channel. You get to see a little bit more like behind the scenes and then grow as it as time goes by. And I think with like advising and skill sharing, why why not have that kind of element too? So yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. You are all over the place. There's <laughs> nothing new. But um, so are potentially a lot of the listeners right now. Yeah. I think that's the other thing is that my creative identity is just kind of, as I say, all over the place, but that's because I'm finding where I want to be. You know, the rest of my life, I'm just, you know, ticking along. But then it's in my spare time, that's where the creative things happen. And so I can afford to just be like, oh, I'm going to waste the entire day videoing this snail crawling along and then speeding that up. You haven't done that, have you? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I can afford to waste that time in a creative way so that I can learn where I want to be because I've got no idea yet. So let's figure out. But enough about me. What about you, creative identity? Let's turn the Ooh. spotlight on the spotlight operator. <laughs> um, me, my creative identity. I think that's something that I've, again, kind of like you, Chris, I've come to this kind of now. I'm still discovering that. Um, but, you know, we, we were both in a couple of bands, you know, in Gremlins, Fauna. We've kind of done a lot of different things, events, bands, um, event singing, event You've running. <laughs> You've <laughs> you dabbled know. as much as I have, really. I have I have tried a lot of things. Um I think for me, realising that um, a lot of my creative identity has come from realising you don't have to put your all your, you know, all your eggs in one basket. Mm. That is something that people say a lot and I didn't really know what that meant. But I, I've i grown up kind of in a background of kind of marketing and sales. So I, I have an interest in kind of digital marketing and um, just generally how that works and how how people respond to things and that has kind of played into some of the music projects we've done before but now with Cultivate I'm kind of really getting to let loose on that one and realising how it does relate and how you know because I understand a little bit about it you know maybe I'm not great at actioning it all the time but I have the understanding and I can help share that understanding to people who are making the music or making a project that's really good, but they don't know how to get that mm. out there. And, um, you know, just starting to kind of put those pieces together and realise that music isn't just recording, playing, mm. releasing, done. It's collaborative. It's um, it's experimental. You know, for me, I've never been an experimental person really other than you know when you first start playing guitar or yeah. playing keyboard and you you have no idea what you're doing you're messing around <laughs> you're messing around <laughs> i think that's probably where like just harking back to what i said earlier on once i reach the end of the messing around phase of a new thing that's where you switch that's off. where i switch off the commitment <laughs> like nope okay this is no longer my main thing don't worry about it i'm not gonna get judged on that <laughs> i'm just messing around <laughs> see i think i get to the point where i have the the daydream i think wouldn't it be cool if i could do a podcast like, I'm amazed that I'm sat here. I am amazed I'm sat here doing this because typical Courtney a year ago would have been like, let's do a podcast. Mm. Oh, but what's the point in doing a podcast? Because there are people doing podcasts already and they're doing really well oh, and yeah. I've never done anything um, like that before. And that is my cre creative identity now involves experimentation and pulling together all these parts of my life that... I want and for me my main goal is to kind of have a sense of community and collaboration and fun and simplicity throughout my life so that is mm. kind of what I'm aiming for and all my creative practices are kind of starting to pull together into that yeah that's the um I think I, I can't remember where the original um concept came from but a podcast i've been listening to called alex makes vr which is really worthwhile to check out the first um episode of that podcast she discusses dreamlining which is exactly that it's work out what you want your life to look like and if this can change it can you know be different now to what it would be in a, a, a year's time five years whatever but work out what you want your life to look like and then pull in your career and you know for us creative practices to support that and to build towards that life rather than going I want to be famous. That's great. What do you want about that? 
So work out what you want your life to be, and then bring us, you know, creative practice to make that happen. Mm. I think it's very easy at the beginning to think if you like music or you like creative kind of just the whole creative industry, you've got to be the person who is creating. Mm -hmm. You've got to be the creator. You've got to be the star in the room. But creativity can have so many different kind of approaches. You you could be working as someone's manager. People wouldn't necessarily see that as a creative job. Uh, I mean, maybe people who are kind of who did more traditional traditional um, subjects at school you know who who didn't do kind of arts would maybe see being a music manager as a more creative thing but from a actually so, doing yeah. the arts kind of you think that's like, the kind of think, more admin job yeah and it is a creative job because you are coming up with ideas on how to get someone discovered and found and get them the shows they need get them the mm. the record deal they need whatever that involves that's that is creative just because you're not the creator of the content doesn't mean you can't bring something creative yeah. to it yeah i think that's where i'm kind of learning now like <laughs> obviously i've been enjoying making some content for cultivate and i've been pushing myself because the first project was so much about other people and them kind of bringing their skills and me kind of, I guess, trying to help them find a platform where they can share that and realise themselves that they they have this really useful knowledge. Mm. I think that's an important thing that, I mean, this, this kind of podcast was going all over the show, but, <laughs> you know, a quick point to pick up on there is that people, like everyone has knowledge in, well, really, you know, if you've done anything even remotely creative, you have some knowledge to share with some with someone, and I suppose that's the that's the interesting thing about cultivate we've got going on here is that what you've got going on here, is that um, you're putting people who probably wouldn't have thought yeah okay you know what I'm going to do I'm going to give some advice to someone, you are going to those people and going you actually do have some knowledge so give me that and let's put that out into the world together, which I quite like. Thank you. That's okay. I think that you know we we talked about this as well in. Um... I made a little kind of infographic on our Instagram about earning whilst learning. And I think that kind of was a little bit of that kind of trying to challenge people's mindset that just because you you aren't the expert yet doesn't mean you can't do something, whether that's earning actual money, earning experience, or if that's just being able to share your experience. Because you might not think that you messing about a bit with some photos is useful but like maybe you a couple of months ago watching you doing a youtube video about how you've been trying and how you know not only is that good advice but it's also the inspiration because it's like well chris is only just learning and watching him learn makes me want to learn mm. yeah i think that's a really important thing there um, a bit like you said with the documenting of um you know, the details of when artists first start out compared to, you know, those details get lost when they start getting big. Um, with the photography stuff we've been doing, it's, it's really, really useful to have um, Instagram particularly where the early pictures on there, I can get them side by side and go, look at that early picture compared to something I did yesterday or today. Um, and it's a million times better. And that's in three or four weeks. So I think really trying to document where you are now is usually important wherever you are because you can then in a week's time a month's time a year's time whatever look back and go okay well here's two pictures a year ago and today or two songs or just 
or anything really a picture of yourself and if you think back to like that first picture what you've created by kind of let's say your 100th picture is probably what you were daydreaming that you you could achieve mm-hmm. when you were first even Precisely. you know even before you picked up your camera and thought i'm going to take my first picture you're daydreaming mm-hmm. that you want to reach what you've reached at the 100th so daydreaming isn't dangerous it isn't a negative thing it's time wasting even it's not time wasting it's it's thinking about what you want and it's then learning from that you know the the, the hard part sometimes is actioning a daydream and believing that you can action it well a week ago three weeks ago whenever it was started on the instagram account um i could so easily have looked at you know uh peter mckinnon's a photographer i've been following a lot and learned loads from um i could look at him and go i'm never going to be him never going to make photos like he does but then here i am three weeks down the line so much better a year's time i'm still not going to be peter mckinnon level in three weeks time uh, in a year's time five years time you know but maybe in 50 i would be there <laughs> i don't know i'm quite quite a slow learner um but if i hadn't started there if i just let myself go yeah i'm never gonna be him so don't bother i wouldn't have even got this far and i wouldn't have had all of the fun i had along the way but you know talking about earning and learning I think that whilst you're learning, you can definitely monetize it. Just because you're not an expert doesn't mean you can't make money. Mm. The other thing is you've got to remember, especially a good one for learning, is actually teaching. Because people want to learn something and you always, you'll know something that someone doesn't. That's the thing is you can wait until you are the expert to sell your services, do whatever it is you want to make money, if that's what your goal is here. But if you go into most rooms in the world you will be an expert on something compared to everyone else there sat in this room i'm an expert on photography i am hands down the king of photography because it's courtney me sat in one room if i (laughs) go into most other rooms in the world (laughs) that have a slightly competent photographer i'm no longer the expert i guess that makes me the marketing queen or as i have said maybe a couple of times and i should probably let other people coin <laughs> phrases for myself, but I would like to see myself as the CEO of ideas. I am an ideas person. Right here, right now, I am much better at coming up with random, crazy, off-the-wall creative ideas than Chris. And well, I can teach him that. You can, hopefully. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> That's what we are here to do. But, you know, the other thing about being able to earn, earn is experience, and yeah. earn is also earning later from experience because you think about it when you when you have a gig right mm-hmm. let's say you're a function band yep. and you turn up and you play the gig and you get a certain amount of money you are the person's not paying for you to play the gig i mean they are but yep. they're they're paying for your rehearsal they're paying for your upkeep of your equipment your travel stuff. going back onto the point it's it's about future earnings and trying something and daydreaming and you know with fauna for example for Mm -hmm. us fauna was a great project and through doing that i learned management some management skills so off i went to go and get a job ended up working for a pumpkin patch (laughs) and doing kind of running some stalls and helping generally with the event but i had learned some really you know useful things through fauna that got me that job Perfect example of um, daydreaming leading to actual financial gain is, again, with Fauna. There's me, who finishes college and goes to uni playing acoustic guitar stuff. Never picked up a bass before in my life. See an advert on our course chat, uh, there's someone looking for a bass player, and I think, ah, that'd be really cool if I could do that. I could probably do that. 
okay, I'll, you know, I'll try it and see what, you know, see if I can do get away with it. And yeah, I did do it and did get away with it. And that was a complete daydream at the time because, you know, the daydream of playing an instrument you can't play in a band, which you've never, you know, never played in a band before. And then, you know, skip forward a year and then I'm playing a function band gig, playing bass guitar and earning money doing that. Not a ton of money, but without that um, daydream happening in the first place, that financial game would never have happened. Yeah. So you've got to allow yourself the the luxury of going, yeah, what if? And then acting on that. Exactly. And it may not be the thing you end up doing. And it may not, you know, you might not even end up doing music or you might not even end up in any creative industry. But any job has its creative moments and has especially its ideas. People hire for ideas. That's what they want. You know, whether that's marketing a business, whether that's as simple as I work at... um a copying place how can I make this photocopying process more efficient I don't know what it is but people want ideas so if you can learn to action them try them experiment and keep coming up with them you're learning a really valuable skill not just for music and not just for creative industries but for life I'm gonna put it out there I I do believe it I think that there is creativity and ideas in everything and we should Embrace that. You run wild with our ideas a bit more because, Mm -hmm. you know, especially, I say especially when you're younger, when you have less responsibilities. But I also think that's rubbish. I think at any point in life, just create the opportunities. And that's another thing that I will say is I learned a really kind of valuable lesson throughout uni and also from my parents. And that is just go for it. And, And Chris is like the king of this um and that's something i'm trying to learn more of but you know he said i'm gonna learn how to play bass and i'm gonna be in a band and that's gonna be really cool you know i remember as part of uni we were going on a music tour and i really wanted to play one of the the shows but i didn't have a band i didn't know what i was going to play i had a couple of songs i'd written that i'm kind of ready to send to someone so i just sent a thing saying you know, to the people organising it, I'd love to play a show. I will have a band ready. I, I, I took a chance. I, <laughs> um, I could not have, but I, you know, it turned out okay. I did have the band ready, mm-hmm. and I found the people to, you know, to make it happen. To make it happen. Make and it if happen. I hadn't been able to play that show, I think I wouldn't have learned so many things. Like mm-hmm. I did from that. That particular show was really influential to me and kind of performance. And I'm really glad that I did it. And if I hadn't, you know, if I'd gone, oh, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't take the opportunity. Maybe I shouldn't just try. You know, it was time sensitive. That opportunity was going to close. If, yeah. And I couldn't have messed around trying to find these people beforehand. I knew I had a couple of people that I could ask. That's all you need to know, you know. The same with, you know, photography. If someone says, I would love you to work with my band on taking some pictures, you know, maybe you've only just started so maybe money is not necessarily being mentioned at this point, but it's a really good opportunity. But you've never taken a picture of a band before. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a band? Yes. Do you do photography? Yes. Have you seen other people's artwork? Have you seen other, you know? Yes. So you're saying basically say yes and then figure it out. I think, I think there are definitely times where it's good to take the time to learn something. And I think if you can learn before you go for it but also don't be afraid to go for the opportunity whilst you're still learning and 
don't be afraid to say yes to an opportunity and figure it out afterwards because yeah sometimes it's not appropriate sometimes you may fall flat on your face and it may be embarrassing very painful but also don't see that as a bad thing if if you did that you know this is something i'm trying to learn a lot more Mm. mistakes are mistakes and everyone makes mistakes and they teach you so much and kind of some of my more recent mistakes have taught me loads to the point that i'm now making graphics and doing a podcast so you know it was worth it and um so go for the opportunity and if you fall flat on your face so what (laughs) (laughs) we live in a world where sometimes we think that you know there's this cancel culture and there's kind of like oh, if I, if I fail, I might be blacklisted by all other companies ever. That's not going to be the case. You'll find something. And it might not be the same thing. You might, I don't know, try and run pottery classes and then break all your students' mugs. And then they might be like, well, don't ever come back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you try and get another pottery-related job, that might come back to haunt you. But I doubt it. But it's not going to stop you from then going when I dropped all those mugs, I had all these pieces of mugs that I took home and I made a mosaic from it. And now I really like making mosaics. Nice. Very nice. I like the analogy a lot. Thank you. That's very smooth. It was smooth. You know what? I didn't even know that was coming. I'm literally on the spot. That's fine. We'll cut that bit out. So it sounds like you're really eloquent and smooth. Okay, thank you. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that would be my advice. Go for it. Try Mm. it. If it doesn't work out, it will be okay. Because you'll learn something and you'll adapt and that learning process might be I am rubbish at dealing with fully formed pottery but I'm great at working with bits (laughs) broken bits of pottery well moving forward from here obviously we're going to be talking to a bunch of other people I'm going to have artists they probably have more ideas than us I'm sure they will (laughs) that's the thing it's the pooling of knowledge that's what we're aiming for here which is great Um, so we're talking to you know more people who be artists and promoters and you know anyone in the kind of creative and music industries which I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. I feel like we're going to learn so much. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Cool. I just wanted free advice. So none of us really know what's going on. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, that's going to be the plan, um, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to say before we wrap up at all? We've talked about some crazy, wacky ideas and all this kind of, but let's get to the standard stuff that you do need to know as Chris said, talk to lots of different people um, and some of the shows might be with others. It might just be me and Chris. It might mm. be, you know, Chris leading his own show. Who knows? But if the idea is there, we're going to kind of like we've been talking about with this daydreaming to action. If we have an idea and think this week I want to do something completely different, we're not going to be afraid to do that. Mm. We're, we're just going to do it because, yeah. you know, how can we tell you that we think <laughs> that this is a good idea to try if we're not doing it ourselves so exactly. you know and yep. the other thing i just wanted to say is we are you know as you can probably tell from this we are going to be as transparent and honest and it's going to hurt and we're going to try gonna be and be tears. a bit <laughs> a bit vulnerable sometimes um and that's because we want to share our experiences to help you because you know, we've been there and we've learned some stuff. And some of that's been through the hard, long slog. We want you to hear kind of the end of it and be able to get a step ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do have 
any questions whatsoever yep. at any point, please feel free to message us. Um, at the moment, the best place to message is probably our Cultivate Instagram, but we'll have more of that set up. Mm. But just ask away yeah, because be we will to. try to answer everything. Yeah, that we love you too. And we forget, you know, if you do have any specific questions that you'd like us and also people we are talking with to cover, if you've got a slightly longer one, do send that in so we can, you know, actually give you feedback that is valuable. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm sure you've got plenty of ideas of topics to cover. Oh yeah, definitely. And and the other thing, you know, cultivate is about not being an audience or not being a yeah. presenter. We're everything at once. So if you're sat there and you're thinking. I've been working on this and I'd really love to share that or mm, I'm feeling a bit nervous about it, but maybe I have some really cool ideas that I could share, mm. not just to message us to say, why don't you talk about this? But, you know, to have a discussion with us, get in contact with us because you are our audience and hopefully you'll be our collaborators too. Yep. Let's make it happen. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.